World Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copyvasta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Pasta Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm the host of it, Jeff. You're hearing this, I believe, sometime in mid-November. Uh, I am recording it from the distant past. You're, you may remember uh, July 10th, 2018. Uh, well, it's a good day. You know, it was certainly a day. Uh, I am here, of course, on July 10th recording with uh, my guest on the show for the program. His name is Judd Mattering. Say hello, Judd. Hello, Judd. Uh, I did the same thing with Phil, and he did the same thing. Oh, We've done it. damn it. No, I'm glad. I, I am glad that it happened, even though I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> um, we're talking about a video from YouTube. The title of that video is Devil's Night dash POV short horror film. It was published on June 23rd, 2016 by a YouTube channel called The Dent Schoolhouse. I believe that The Dent Schoolhouse is a walkthrough haunted house uh, feature. Yeah, it's feature, like an amusement. Is that the right word? Yeah, it's actually yeah. it's actually here in Ohio. Not it's about oh, yeah. an hour from me. It's in it's Cincinnati. In, it's in Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, it is apparent, supposedly one of the best haunted attractions in America. Um, it, it was featured on Travel Channel in 2011, and they made this short film. I believe, I, I, I would guess, based on the content of the film as a promotional tool. Mm. Uh, so, can you please tell us what happens in Devil's Night? Um, so, if you are familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's, which actually <laughs> predates this video by yes. at least two years, um, there is a young man who is, I guess, doing security duty for a school um, overnight. Do they do they say it's a school or is it? Is they it say that to? it's they say that it's the Dent Schoolhouse, and they make reference to an upcoming performance. Uh, okay, okay. You know what? I so. I didn't know. I looked up the. Dent schoolhouse afterwards, so I thought right. it was actually a school. So yeah, so I didn't. I didn't realize until like the very end when they started posting, like in, when they started putting in the credits stuff about the Dent schoolhouse. I'm like, oh, I guess this is a haunted house. Uh, yeah, right. So so yeah, he's at the Dent schoolhouse, the creepy uh, amusement park, and he's uh, in charge of security uh, overnight. And you know, it begins with a narration, and this guy is telling him, okay, you know, all you got to do is, uh, you know, hang out overnight. Don't touch any of this stuff. It's really expensive. You know, don't uh, film or record any of this and, you know, just just hang out and it'll be like an easy job. And so, the guy, of course, before the narration is even over, he's already like taking videos with these creepy mannequins and he's like, hey, check it out. It's my girlfriend. <laughs> and, uh, 
And so he is sitting in his control room, much like Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, then he goes around and he's uh, taking a look at everything just to make sure everything's cool. And then while he's hanging out, uh, the power goes out and the uh, cameras are still on because uh, he assumes there's some kind of backup generator. So he goes to check out the source of the uh, blackout. And when he tries to turn on the, the power uh, lever, it, it doesn't go on. So he, as he's kind of making his way through this it kind of looks like a dungeon I guess that's uh, the feel that they're going for for the attraction and yeah it seems to be some sort of uh, like it's the basement of this building and it's a torture dungeon yeah the idea of the setup looks like like I'm looking at the sort of first bit of video that it's like a shut down haunted school because the first shot behind the title card is like a dusty school like teacher's desk and chalkboard mm-hmm. yeah it's I, I think they they probably just kept all the old trappings of the schoolhouse, you know, to add to like the creepiness factor. Um, and so, yeah, as, as he's as he is uh, heading back into the control room after investigating the the power going out, he starts seeing some weird stuff happening on the camera. The video starts getting distorted. Um, he could swear that he sees stuff moving. Um, and he was warned in the beginning by uh, whoever gave him the job that, you know, sometimes some kids or some people like to come in there in the middle of the night and like uh, screw around. So, he sees something on the camera that kind of looks like a girl. So, he goes and starts to investigate and it starts just getting creepier and creepier from there. Um, things are not where they originally were when he was looking at them and there's a creepy, you know, uh, laughter of a child that can be heard and um, there's even one scene where so so it's it's done in uh, primarily like a first person view um, that of the the guard but also it occasionally cuts to the security cameras that are uh, posted throughout the attraction so you can kind of see him sometimes from the third person and other times from the first person there's one shot where uh, you know he walks away from this doorway and then you kind of see like a hand or something creeping along around the on the floor um uh that kind of that kind of creepy stuff and you know he makes his way back to the control room again and when he starts getting chased by a bunch of uh the different attractions the dolls the the people that are like hung on meat hooks and um uh, eventually he gets caught and if you watch all the way through past the credits and you look at the little video on his phone you can see them ripping his guts out and uh, he's screaming all while I guess he or someone else is filming it on Snapchat one of, one of those you know one of those technologically adept zombies that are uh, good at using Snapchat specifically I thought that it was going to be a fake out where some kids were pulling a prank uh, because the title is Devil's Night which um, I don't know about where you grew up in New Jersey, but where I grew up in New Jersey, uh, the night before Halloween was called Mischief Night. Same. And in the description of the video, they call it Cabbage Night. Yeah. So, uh, the <laughs> the night before Halloween has various different names depending on where you are. Uh, Devil's Night is probably the most common one. Uh, I mean, it's the most generic, but Mischief Night, I feel, is the most descriptive about the things that happen. And because... Yeah. Uh, because the night before Halloween is a pranks night, I 
thought that this was going to end up being like, oh, it's just pranks. Yeah, apparently it says here on on Wiktionary that Cabbage Night is primarily used in New York City, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, especially upstate New York and Vermont. But in in North Jersey, where I grew up, it was also Mischief Night. So that's the one that I'm most familiar with. Yeah, when they say New York City, they mean uh, people who moved from upstate say it in New York City. (laughs) Uh, Actually, New York City slang is weird because... I'll, it's it depends <laughs> you might get some of it depending on where you grew up in New Jersey. Uh what did you call a mom and pop 7-Eleven style store where you grew up? Like on the corner? Like that kind of uh, like for, a, it, it like could a for example store? be on the corner. Um I don't know. I mean bodega, I guess. That was like the main thing that I'd heard around. Yeah. Yeah, so these stores are variously called corner stores, bodegas, delis. Uh, it was just always a convenience store growing up because we didn't really have like a residential and business area. There were like neighborhoods and then you could go drive somewhere where there were businesses. Um, so all of these things were just sort of comparable to like Wawa. Uh, which back when I was growing up hadn't yet started building gas stations. They were just like 7-Eleven with a deli, um, but not deli like you can get sliced meat, just deli like you can get sandwiches. Anyway, when I went to college, I started hearing people say bodega, and then that became, that's the word I use now. And I think that that comes from certain parts of New York City. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyway, uh, regionalisms are a popular topic on this show uh, because I like to talk about them. (laughs) But this story, Devil's Night, you mentioned the Five Nights at Freddy's uh, similarity, and so did everyone in all of the comments. Oh, yeah. I didn't even read them. I I mean, I tend to avoid them uh, as a rule. Yeah. Uh, I give that advice at the end of every episode of Seeing Reddit (laughs) not to read the comments. It's This video is, um, I think it's a good promotional tool for a haunted house, but I don't think that it's a particularly good piece of horror. It like has some jump scares in the form of fast cuts with audio cues or like spooky monsters jumping out or like the video glitches. Because I don't know, the whole thing is shot from, like it says in the title, the point of view of the main character or from the security cameras. And I think a couple shots from the camera on his phone. Um, But it's like that stuff can be really effective. But I don't know. What did you think of the video? Did you like it or? Um, I I thought it was okay. You know, just, (laughs) just okay. Like I thought it was decent. I think there, there were, there was a lot of potential there for some real horror. Right. Um, so I think the scenes that were done in first person where he's, you know, kind of slowly moving through the corridor and you, you know, it's a horror short film. So you know that there's something to expect, uh, right around the corner. Um, that can be incredibly effective because when he was doing that, I was reminded immediately of Resident Evil 7, which is it, like 10 times creepier than it would be if it was a third person game. Um, yeah. just because you can, you know, you, you don't know what's behind you. You start hearing stuff behind you. You got to do the, the whole like turnaround thing. Um, just so that you can see what's and, and, oh and god and when someone is chasing you in that game it's awful because you you don't know how far they are and you have to like do the quick turn thing to to look around and see how how close they are or how far they are um and so i was immediately reminded of it um in one of the scenes where he's slowly walking through and 
I thought that would have been really effective, you know, to have, especially maybe if you had headphones on and you heard something behind and he like, you know, turns around to look at it. Um, but I thought a lot of it was really, I don't know, you, I mean, predictable for one, right? And, and yeah. also I didn't, I didn't find that the, the makeup or this, or the effects were particularly scary. In fact, I think the more that they showed the actors there, the less scary that it was because, <laughs> You know, like the guy, the guy in the in the janitor outfit. You know, yeah, he's not. He's he was scary. In like the oh, there's a really cool shot that I actually do want to mention that I thought was very good. The guy's looking around with his um, phone flashlight, and you can see the camera is on on his phone for whatever reason. I guess maybe he's recording it just for posterity uh and you can see the hallway in front of him because of the flashlight and it's empty but on the video on his camera on his phone that he's taking you see a guy uh and that that moment this janitor guy showing up is really effective Mm -hmm. because then the janitor attacks but he's not there on the hallway but he's there it's really like it's cool it's interesting i haven't seen much like that and for a promo video for a haunted house attraction for children in Cincinnati, I wasn't expecting uh, something so interesting to happen. So that that was pretty cool. But then that guy shows up again later, and it's very obviously a dude in like an old man mask. Yeah, he takes like a huge, uh, you know, extremely telegraphed swipe with a big wrench, like a big monkey wrench, and then he misses, and then he starts chasing this guy down the hallway, and then uh, and then the scene at the end when he gets captured by everybody, and it just it does that first person view where it like looks at this scary guy, and then it turns really quick to the left and you see this scary guy and then you see this other person and he's surrounded and it it was just done I don't know the the longer those shots were the worse it was because you could really see that it was just a person wearing makeup Um, yeah I I think they could have obscured it better to make it creepier maybe made it darker or something like that but he had he was shining his like cell phone camera directly on them and then it just wasn't really scary anymore especially those the people that were like hanging on the meat hooks that um, they they (laughs) Those those looked a little gruesome in the initial shots, and then the more they were shown, I'm like, those are rubber. Yeah. uh, It was... It it had... I feel like there was a lot of potential for for some real horror in there, and I think... I mean, even if you could... There are ways that I feel like you could edit the video to make it a little bit creepier. Um, Yeah, probably. Just a little bit less time shown, you know, of, of the people's faces you know it's it's it was creepier when it was darker and you know when he couldn't really see too much um i'm willing to bet that it was a business decision where someone was like we got to make sure we show all of the spooky things for our haunted house attraction because that's why we're making this thing Mm -hmm. um there's like the one room that is full of these like what is that what is that banging sound happening i'm so sorry one of my dogs is drinking water and he's (laughs) very loud. Oh, okay. He's very loud. It sounded like your dog was smacking a tin can against the ground while (laughs) drinking so loud. Anyway, yeah, I just uh, I just take that I just take out the cans and I just leave them out. (laughs) I just throw them on the ground and just have them go at it. Dogs are making art. (laughs) Uh, So uh, there's the one part where it's a bunch of 
dolls that are fully human size. They're like six feet tall. And I can imagine going through that in a haunted house attraction. That would be really scary because you would, one of the, one or two of them would end up being actors and you wouldn't know which one until mm-hmm. you brushed up against them or past them. And that's really cool. Uh, that's a cool idea. But in this movie, it's not as effective because they keep showing them and then you figure out by looking uh, which ones are actors and like, I don't know. It's weird. I think only one of them is an actor. That's another problem is they credit all of the performers at the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and then again at the end. You gotta wait until the end and then credit the performers because you gave me so much um, so much weird well, what's it called? Um like preconceived notions like of what to expect mm-hmm. uh, oh I'm just looking at the credits now Jerry the main character is played by Sam Lucille and uh, that is also who suggested that we cover the story that's interesting uh, so hmm. I'm sorry if it feels like we're dunking on your uh, Sam did you think we wouldn't notice did you think <laughs> we wouldn't notice I mean uh, Sam probably sent me a message being like I was in this video can you please cover it uh, and I I didn't take down the message. I don't take down the messages that are included with all of the um, suggestions. I just write down who suggested it. Uh, I could go on Facebook. Um, please don't mind if I cut out momentarily here because that sometimes happens when I tried to load Facebook. But I'm going to try and find Sam Lucille's post and see if uh, this was, you know, a real suggestion uh, or like if, if he disclosed in the post that he suggested it or not. Oh, I, you know, searched creepypasta Sam Lucille, got nothing. Let's try it just creepypasta Sam in posts. Nothing. Uh, what if I just search creepypasta and then go to the group and the pinned post with the suggestions, and then I see what's happening there. I'm going to click groups. Uh, click creepypasta fan you know, group. For Sam, Sam, if you're listening to this, to your credit, you did you did just fine. I don't have any problems with with you. I think that they could have done a lot of things around you that would have made it definitely creepier. Um, yeah, the performance was um, it was like the performances were all fine, uh, especially if you give some leeway for like this is a promotional video for a haunted house attraction in Cincinnati. If you grade it on a curve. With with that in mind, it's way better than it has any right or reason to be mm-hmm. at all. Uh, I'm looking through my suggestions. Here we go. Mr. Willison's Homemade Jam, Mount Mayhem, The Crossfoot. You know, we covered so many of these. The issue, One issue is I don't know when stuff was suggested uh, based on when we're covering it. There could be stuff that was suggested after this that was then not covered until, like, far, uh, like, maybe stuff was suggested after and we didn't cover this until way after that who knows but i'm i'm scrolling through to see if i can find it i'm seeing so many other suggestions of things that we had covered no now i'm getting into stuff that was not covered maybe it was sent to me on twitter but that doesn't seem right that i would write down the person's first and last name instead of just a twitter handle because all the other ones i just write down like a twitter handle so i'm gonna scroll back up and you know uh you know i almost called the 
listeners, fam, uh, but you know, fam, how I am about a dead air and how I hate it. Now, it didn't feel good to say fam, so I'm going to unsay it. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> didn't you say in the last episode that you have a whole process of getting rid of dead air anyway? So That's true. I could just leave some dead air here. And here. I really can't find this damn thing. Ooh, it's a gr- it's a ghost. It's a ghost creepy pasta. It was a video that was sent by Sam, but there is no Sam. Yeah, Sam but while Sam why Sam died 50 years ago on this <laughs> very night. Um yeah, so I don't know. Sorry Sam if you're listening that I can't find you to credit you properly. Uh and if you're not listening, why'd you suggest this story, you weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, I'm, I'm looking through. There's a lot of, I have a lot of Twitter DMs. I don't think Sam's here. I could be wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. Anyway, good job in the video. You didn't have to, um, you didn't have to deliver a sort of subdued performance. You did a good job screaming at the end, too. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like in general, if someone would, was tasked with doing this, they'd be doing a lot more over the top screaming. Uh, I think that the video could have used a little less weird narration. Someone points out in the comments that it makes it feel like a Resident Evil game to have the characters be like, huh, the lights went out. I guess I should go check it out. Uh, And to me, that specifically seems like Silent Hill. Like, if you try to go the opposite direction that you're supposed to, Mm -hmm. your character will hit an invisible wall and be like, I should go see if that person needs help. And you, the player, is like, that's obviously a a monster. It doesn't have arms or a head. What are you talking about? Like, I should go investigate the school. The school is all boarded up and covered in bloody rust. What are you talking about? (laughs) Go go home. Just go home, Silent Hillman, Norman Reedus. He was he he did try to go home to his credit. He did try to kind of get out a little early when things started getting weird, but he left the keys in the room. So Right, yeah. Yeah. And then that ominous voiceover is like, Dad was such a drag. <laughs> and it has that that like especially creepy quality of bad dubbing of a Japanese produced video game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's yeah. like a certain charm to the voice acting in, um, I won't even say Resident Evil because that's like just bad, but like Silent Hill 2 and the Metal Gear Solid games, they all have these like voice actors who never did anything else and they do like a serviceable to bad job, but it's just so like charming because you kind of grew up with that style of voice acting as a child and I really mm. liked that in PT. Anyway, that has nothing to do with Devil's Night POV short horror film. Uh, what's the <laughs> spookiest part of this video to you? Uh, hmm. I would probably say, I, and I don't know where this is. I wish I had like saved the the timestamp of like when it happened. But there was th- that that part that I was talking about before, where he just kind of like walks. You know, it's it's the view from the uh, night vision security camera, and Sam is kind of walking, you know, away from this doorway that he just went through. And then if you look really closely on the right side of the screen, there's something that's just kind of crawling along the floor. Um, nice. And it's not really easily identifiable what the thing that's crawling is. It could be like a hand. I thought maybe it was like a some kind of slug monster or, you know, maybe even like a, a baby or like a child. Um, that was, that was, I thought was a, a pretty uh, cool kind of creepy detail. And the other, I guess the other part is just, um, 
any any time that he's in the the first person and he's just kind of walking through and nothing is being said, you know, there's just that dead silence. And then I found I found myself almost holding my breath for a second there, and I was like, oh, oh, that's kind of creepy. Ooh, kind of reminds me of Resident Evil. Ooh, what's gonna happen next? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, when he when he's not talking to himself, which kind of cuts the you know it, it kind of cuts the tension when it's just like you know, oh, let's check what's behind this door over here. You know, like giving him a script. I think wasn't the best idea. Um, yeah, I don't think he needed to say anything to get the uh, the plot of the video across. Really, right. uh, it's I, I think the spookiest part for me is well, aside from the the part that I mentioned, which is um, the when the janitor guy is only on the camera. Anytime this main character, who I guess is named Jerry, uh, is walking and something moves that he can't see, but we, the audience, can. Mm-hmm. That to me, in general, is one of my favorite things in horror. That happens a couple times. That happens uh, constantly in Paranormal Activity, which we uh, were talking about a little bit as a a film you hadn't seen. Uh, But that's, I guess, part of why I like it is because it's in that movie, or maybe the reason I like that movie is because it has this feature in it. Uh, But yeah, it's the they call this a, this is dramatic irony but it is used in this specific way in horror movies where the character in the film doesn't see a spooky thing happening while we the audience mm-hmm. do and this is a specific deployment of dramatic irony that is unique to horror and i like it i like it a lot yeah that is that is pretty especially creepy it's uh it's really popular in found footage stuff because the idea is that someone is editing this together later to make a uh big quotes documentary out of it. Um so obviously their editing eye also would see it and make sure that we saw it, but the main characters they don't know. Uh so uh, any other thoughts on Devil's Night or the Dent Schoolhouse before we move on to plugs? Um I, should I should I check this place out? I guess by the time this episode comes out, it'll already be. You probably will already it, have checked it it'll, out too. <laughs> it'll probably already be past uh, Halloween by the time this episode comes out. So I guess likely. I have you ever been to one of those like um, you know haunted maze houses where they make you go in and you know walk through the whole thing and people are constantly trying to scare you? Yeah, I did one uh, a few years ago. That was you know it wasn't great. It was all outdoors. The, but the actors were charming and it ends with your party gets all split up and then a guy with a chainsaw chases you and that's pretty good I, I've i I've done two one was uh, last Halloween at a theme park with a haunted uh, house area that's like you have to like walk a, like a quarter mile away from where it all is and then it's like a haunted farmhouse that you have to keep walking into all these barns um, and then the one that I did before that was probably as scary if not scarier, it was it was done in a. There's a place here in Ohio called like the Haunted Caverns or whatever. In the at least they do that for Halloween. It's like a whole cave system that you can go to that's supposed to be like really nice. It's got like water inside and all that stuff, and it's huge. Uh, but during Halloween, they turn it into like a big scary um, attraction. Um, those are terrifying to me. And the the worst part is like they sh- they have. I guess they have no right to be. You know, like I've seen I've seen so many horror movies. And I know all the tropes and everything, and I know exactly what they're going to do. But it it summons up this sort of like primal fear inside of me when I'm walking through this place. And I and I went with 
with my girlfriend and and she you know she was like holding on to me and she wanted me to be the person who goes in first and I was like yeah you know I could do this I can be brave for you don't worry I'll, and then I was just you know I was just downright terrified oh here she comes she's opening the door right now um, she knows she's she can smell my fear um, she, oh god they're just they're just awful they're like it's the it's the one thing that I, I I wish I didn't have to be scared of because there's no right in it scaring me I know everyone's just like an actor but when they have you in a creepy place and someone's revving up a chainsaw it, it you can't help but just be yeah uh, terrified of it and so when I look through this I'm wondering if it would be a good uh, a good attraction to to go to because that stuff does scare me and I hate it the entire time that it's happening and then afterwards <laughs> and then after Afterwards, I'm like, oh man, that was great. That was so good. So I yeah. may have to check it out. It's only an hour away. Yeah, go give it a shot uh, and let us know. And next then report time back sometime yeah. in 2019. <laughs> uh, so that's gonna uh, do it for this episode. Where can the people reach you online in the way that you would like them to? Uh, I would like you to uh, follow me on Twitter at, at Cephalic you can follow me on Twitter, J3FK, Snapchat and Instagram, JeffJK, Patreon.com slash JeffJK. One dollar a month gets you a lot of audio content, a bunch of written stuff. You can go to Creepypodsta fan group on Facebook and join it and talk about horror stuff with other Creepypodsta fans. Uh, that's it. That's all we have to say about this. And there's no quote to give from the video. Music